Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Don't Mind Us podcast. Fire Greg Guard. Daniel, hit the music. to the don't mind us podcast you have with us today we have myself hunter we have brian we have brent we have nick daniel will be here shortly and we have another well not another special guest he's been here before we have mr ralph credible recurring guest some might say recurring recurring yep you put the words right in my mouth there ralph, how are you doing there ralph? doing well pal how are you guys can't complain. You great. Got, got some stuff to talk about today. It's minus 15, you know, could be a little warmer. Yeah, we're we're out here living in the polar vortex again, but nobody's talk, calling it a polar vortex this time. Don't get that. Right. But welcome. We're happy to have you again. Um, you want to just jump right into it? What do you, you want to talk about right now, Ralph? Want to jump right Let, in? Let's get crazy. Yeah, let's do it, baby. All right, you're going to love uh, this first topic. Did you oh, have yeah, a Bloody Mary today, Ralph? Uh, I did not have one today. I had a, a few yesterday, uh, a few the day before. You know, just trying to spread them out as much as I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been loving those reviews, Ralph. Great, great content. Thanks. Uh, for the listeners that don't know, I uh, recently started doing some uh, Bloody Mary reviews throughout the Metro um, at Bloody Mary Ralph on TikTok and then just at Ralph Craddeville on, uh, on Instagram. Um, but I got some free time on my hands. So I was able to, um, you know, two things that I love, you know, alcohol and bloody Mary's and they are both together. So I figured I might as well go around, see, you know, it's a staple in, in Minnesota, basically that the bloody Mary is, is huge. And there's so many different, um, mixes and garnishes and different things. So I just want to go and basically get the word out of all the good places that have good bloody Mary's. And hopefully people will see that content and go out and try them for themselves and uh, we'll save or help these Minnesota businesses one Bloody Mary at a time. Um, just trying to post daily and going all over the Metro and hopefully I'll be able to branch out throughout the Midwest and hopefully get to some other States. So it'll be uh, it'll be a fun ride here for 2021. Yeah, true. If, you know, uh, if you don't save the uh, economy, who's going to, right. You know, right. Somebody has Garnish, to stop up. rim infused vodka taste. Correct. The grit scale. It's like a question mark. Uh, like a question yeah, mark. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. With a big question mark. Funny enough. So yeah, you're talking about the grit scale and uh, the grittiest drink of all uh, is the Bloody Mary. It's what gets you through your toughest times, which is your uh, hangover uh, and grit, G-R-I-T, garnish, rim, infused vodka, question mark, uh, and then taste. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun way to break them down, see, you know, all the differences in, in the bloodies and maybe get a little buzz on the way, huh? Well, <laughs> I have an opening question for you. Are Please. you a rail guy? Uh, so being 24 years old, uh, I am a rail guy. I uh, grew up on it, been living off of it currently. Um, now people sound and seem to be somewhat confused on infused vodka. Infused vodka is, you know, I mean, it would be pepperoncini vodka. Uh, you could maybe even have a, any type of flavoring that would be maybe spicy. Um, that would taste good in a Bloody Mary. Um, it's just a different vodka. Um, it's hard to find. Um, I'm this is some breaking news to you guys and to the world, but if I do 10, my first 10 reviews and don't have any infused vodka in any of them, I'm going to have to change my eye uh, to something else, but maybe I'll stumble upon an infused vodka drink at one point and I'll break the internet. 
Love it. Love it. Um, I mean, even I'm I'm a person who doesn't even necessarily love bloodies, but I love watching these reviews. Makes me actually want to try them, and I don't. I know I'm not a bloody guy. I do have a question for you, Ralph. Um, why do you? Why are limes not considered a garnish to you? So a lime goes inside of my tequila shot or it goes in my mouth part of the tequila shot. And then it goes in my rum and Coke. Uh, a garnish to me is something I'm going to eat that, you know, it's a burger, it's a corn dog, it's a pickle, it's meat or cheese. A lime, I'm not going to really put it, you know, I'm not going to eat it like it's a tequila shot. And I don't necessarily think I should have to squeeze it into my drink, you know? So if you want it to be a garnish, Let's take some tequila shots. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. You're not going to squeeze it into a bloody berry. Like, if right. they do not go together. Right. So you, brought, you brought up the cheeseburger. I'm more of a simple guy. You know, give me a pickle, uh, some meat. We'll call it good. That's all I need. Absolutely. And that's yeah. that's the best part is you can you can find a good Bloody Mary with just a pickle and some meat, and it could be a 10. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, – thank you for breaking that down because now that you say it like that, I don't get why a lime would be in it. It doesn't seem to fit at all now. You know, Hunter, but what all they're of them have it. Right. They're trying to add that extra garnish to make it look like there's more than there really is. I don't need the fakeness. I don't, I don't need that. Keep it eliminate away. Eliminate the lime. Right. Eliminate. Hold the lime. Remember hold GameStop. The, hold the lime. Remember GameStop and AMC? Hold the lime. Hold, hold, hold the lime. See, they're trying to boost their, uh, their rating by putting more garnish, but little do they know it just hurts them. Right. How about we just get the mix correct and you know, help exactly. me choke, choke down this real vodka that you're giving. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um, buddies are booming, baby. Buddies are, buddies booming, are booming. Let's, uh, um, let's all get for one. All, for all you kids out there, hashtag B B B B I B. That's right. B B um, did not know that beer belongs in bloodies. Um, Ralph, you're yeah, Ralph, I've never tried that. Yeah. And I'm 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 gonna try it. I'm gonna try it next time I get a bloody. I've never but tried that, but it, it sounds kind of good. It it's it just thins it out. Uh, the best part is if you don't even like that, don't you don't have to do it right away. Just get to that last two inches at the bottom of your bloody Mary and then dump your beer in there. Uh, Anheuser Busch and I believe Bud both sell canned um Clamato like Bloody Mary beer mix. So it's definitely mm. not anything that's you know breaking news, but it's definitely not used as often as I think it should be because you can get some bad mixes, dump some Bud Light Coors Light, maybe some beautiful McGolden Light in there, uh, and it'll honestly make the Bloody Mary experience last longer and uh, it makes it easier to, to drink. Revolutionizing the game, Ralph. That's right. Hashtag BBib. Let's get that trending on Twitter. BBIB. Beer belongs in your bloody. <clears throat> well, I love it. Um, I can't wait to see more of this. I can't wait to see uh, if you have to switch up the eye. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll, uh, we're going to keep going, you know, one buddy at a time and hopefully we get some good content out of the deal. But let's, hey, exactly. let's, let's, let's do what the people are here to listen about. Let's talk about some sports, huh? Let's start it up. Yeah. Thank, thanks for that transition. I'm going to say this, Ralph. We're gonna, you're going to love this first topic we're talking about here. Uh, we're going to start with some college basketball. And we're going to talk about the Badgers. Uh, fucking hate him right now. <laughs> and that's coming from a true fan. You know, I'm not, I don't, I don't like when fans are, oh, you can't dislike, you can't talk shit about your team. It's like that. And that means you're not a true fan. Uh, fucking sick of this team. Um, you heard it in the intro. I think what Brent said, uh, set it off. Perfect. Um, we're all thinking it except for Nick. What did you think of the game? 
So I know you guys still want to put 100% of the blame on Greg Gard, which, which, okay. You guys say this and I, I don't disagree with you. Like, obviously he's got to be part of the issue at this point, but our two big guys had zero rebounds that many zero. How can you expect to win a game when your two big guys have zero rebounds in 40 minutes of basketball, especially when you give up, I think we gave up four offense rebounds in the last six minutes of the game. And they all Michigan scored every time on those. It's like, how can you expect to win a game when you don't have any rebounds in your big guys? You can't get anything down low, no consistency down low on either side of the ball. It's just, that has more to do with it. I think than anything is the play from our, from our guys. If, if our two big guys don't get any rebounds, whose job is it to maybe make sure they're getting rebounds? If they're not going to do it, who is supposed to do it? The big guys need to get it. They just weren't, they just couldn't get the job done. Our coach isn't supposed to let them know like, Hey, be more physical on the boards. That's not what that's supposed to happen. I mean, what are they, they just got manhandled by that number one guy. He just moved him wherever he wanted to. I mean, Reavers, I expected that, but why are we getting manhandled every game? Like our strength program in the off season was like, I don't know what we were doing. We were doing like SpongeBob's workout when he had the teddy bears on. Have you seen our players? Stuff. I mean, they're just like, Nick, I think anytime, you, I think anytime you give up or I think anytime two seven foot guys do not get rebounds. I think coaching has a little bit to do with that. Okay. Brian, you're not you're not a basketball guy, right, Brian? Really? Not really. What do you think has more to blame when no one's getting rebounds? <laughs> getting rebounds is all about hustle and physicality. Hey, but how do you get out hustle? How do you get how do you how do you how do you go all out for a team? Your coach freaking gives you fire. Okay. How do you not how do you not think that? What when is Greg? See, Gard I still ever don't disagree with up? that. I still don't disagree with that, but it's like at some when point you just gotta play basketball. You just gotta go with the ball. Go make plays. I don't understand how you just can't do that sometimes. Well, and people are forgetting we were leading about 85, 90% of that game. Yeah. And then we just kicked the rebounds and they just took over. We also shot lights out in the first half, which doesn't happen. But I hate the Badgers. Um, yeah. Brian, Brian, what were you going to say? I was going to say that you think as a big guy, you wouldn't need to be coaching how to get the ball off the rim. All you just box out. All you just box out. I obviously do not know the basketball rules because I don't know what a travel is, which we'll get into later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later because you definitely don't know what travel is. Um, mm-hmm. Ralph, did you watch any of the Michigan Wisconsin game? That was that was yesterday, yeah, Sunday. Sunday on Valentine's yep. Day. Correct. I was out uh, at about yesterday getting some reviews in, uh, yep. and it was on the television. Um, but like I said, you know, a couple months ago when I was on the pod, full disclosure, not a huge Wisconsin basketball guy. Did watch some some Gopher basketball the last couple of days. Yeah. Do you want to talk with us about the Gophers? I think there's not much to be said about Wisconsin at this point. We're fucking disgraceful. So let's talk. I have a question about, about Wisconsin. Oh yeah, fire yeah. it up, Brian. Are you still ranked after that game? No. Well, they came out today, didn't they? Oh, it's a good point. I forget that they come out on Mondays. Um, oh, so busy at work? I didn't even know. Or I didn't even check. Yeah, so busy at work. Probably not, though. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Dope. Um, we'll see. Is ESPN not the worst app ever? I just like it. Just <laughs> keeps loading every two seconds. I can't even see what's going on in this game. Mine's doing that too, Hunter. 
Awesome. So that's consistency ESPN. Fuck you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can I say one more thing about the Badgers? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're going to get a five or a six seed, and we're going to lose the first round to Oregon or something like that. Been saying it all year. We, You're right. We are not a good basketball team. My only argument is you can't tell me Nate Reavers and Michael Potter forgot how to rebound. You can't tell me that the team that won the conference last year just is not isn't playing is like forgot their talent. Like, how can you not well, say that coaching has something to do with losing these games? No fire from guard, no emotion. He's just sitting there stoic on the sideline. Like, it's not like they they just forgot how to play. Well, Reavers never knew how to play to begin with. So let's start. Why with was that. he good That's when right. he was a freshman <laughs> and sophomore though? Does he get half around him? Now he has to be a big guy and he can't. That's disgusting that you said that, but I think you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brent, you I have are a question. Right, and it is disgusting. What? I have a question. Um, do you think it's too far to say that the Badgers, the furthest they go in the tournament this year, the absolute furthest is second round? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's too far? Or you think that's, I that's think fine? Th- I think if we, if we go to the Sweet 16, I would be absolutely shocked. That's the problem with Wisconsin basketball is they are they might look trash right now, but as soon as you get into the tournament, some random shit happens and you guys end up in the Elite Eight or the, every year, every no. year. No, well, I play like Wisconsin basketball all the goddamn time. I'm that only happens I'm glad when we're suck. actually decent, though. That didn't happen. That didn't happen last year. Yeah. Ah, bad joke. Um, somehow, somehow we were still number twenty-one. We didn't move. I just I don't understand that. Like just it's it's, our, it's just rankings. like our name at this point. It's just the Big Ten. Like, it's, it's literally the name. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I mean, you guys um, lost the number number three team in the country though, only by yeah, not by that many. I wouldn't after they hadn't played for like a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you look at the rankings, you guys are twenty one playing number four team. Lost by seven or eight. I think. I mean, that's probably about what's supposed to happen against those two ranked teams. And we're winning at fourteen at the half. Yeah, we don't talk. We don't talk about that though. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, Gophers. Um, I want to start off by saying I think the Gophers have done enough to make the tournament. Uh, people forget they beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. People, people forget that. That's that's Michigan's only loss. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you guys and think Ohio of, State? Okay, what'd you guys think of uh, the last week of the Gophers? The well, two Minnesota they had three boys. Games. They had three games. <laughs> We had two games at home, one game on the road. You can guess what we did. We went two and one. <laughs> um, we blew out Nebraska on Tuesday. They're really bad. I don't think that game is even worth talking oh, about. Wait, can I chime in? Uh, Nebraska beat Penn State, and we lost to Penn State. Mm, so who's better? We also beat Michigan. Penn State. <laughs> but the Big Ten know. is just a, oh, yeah, just a bloodbath. It is. I mean, anybody it's- can win at any time. Yeah, it's fun unless unless you guys are on the road. Unless you guys more so this year than ever. Well, yeah. year I think. Well, then we played Purdue on Thursday, and that was actually a really good game. Uh, we actually that was a big win. We beat a ranked team at home. Um, we beat them by three, I believe. We were down pretty much the whole game, and then Marcus Carr took over in the last five minutes of the game. He had, I think, he had eight points in the last minute for us to win. He had a bank three to bank three to take the lead. That shit. That shit was mm-hmm. crazy. Banks open on Thursday. Come on. Yeah. Cars been struggling a little bit lately, but it seems that whenever the there's a big shot and he actually gets a good look, it seems like it goes in more often than not, which is gonna it's gonna matter come down when we're playing the big games here. But 
yeah, big win Thursday. And then we played Maryland on Sunday and we didn't get blown out, but the whole game we were losing by at least 15. Um, we looked pretty bad at home. Maryland did shoot lights out. They shot like almost 60%, which I think is really good. From like, like just field goals? From the field and they shot, I think they shot close to 50% from three. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Tough, so, tough to win that game. We played pretty good, pretty good basketball for 25 minutes of it. But they went on like an 18-2 run in the first half that we just couldn't come back from. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. So, yeah, I mean, and when a team's going to shoot like that, it, you you had to shoot equal pretty much just yeah. to even like be up there. Uh, Ralph, anything to add or did Brian cover most of the uh, – Brian, you covered it all. But, yeah, we shot 28% from three yeah. and they shot 50%. So, I mean, well, I'm not a big math guy, but that's <laughs> important. That's what we do. Every, we do it every game. We, we we just chuck up threes, and we're the worst. We're the we're the worst uh, three three point shooting percentage team in the conference. But we put up thirty threes a game. It's it, that might be bad coaching. I don't know. I don't know if we're talking about bad coaching. That might be bad coaching. Maybe tell them to stop. But hey, we just keep no. winning at home though. So I'm just cool. at home, but just not on the road. Home yeah, field according... strip clubs, man. I called it at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Home club strip clubs. <laughs> according you know to Nick, turned... they should just stop uh, shooting. They should know to stop shooting. Yeah. You know who's Loki turned into a pretty good player is uh, Jamal Mashburn Jr. He doesn't pass very much, but mm. he's been he's been he's been playing really well the last about two weeks now because we just bench Gotch because he's horrible. But Mashburn stepped in. He's been he's been playing well. He's another guy who can actually makes shots. It's pretty good. I remember in the Wisconsin game, he would just the, as soon as he get it, he would just oh, chuck yeah. it up no matter no, where he, he was. He, he doesn't <laughs> pass, but lately he's been actually making the shots that he puts up. So did uh did Robin was Robin's hurt for you guys for a while? No, he's just a pussy. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just, that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Even though now he's talking about like he, he needs to get bigger. He has all the skills to do it. He just he always gets he always gets out strength down low. Yeah, so say, hopefully we have not similar to that too. Yeah. Out strength is not a word. Um, but my, my only other question for the Gophers was I think we solidified our tournament as long as we don't like lose out with our big win against Purdue on Thursday. Hunter, you kind of touched on that before. Yeah. No, I so, agree. I agree. I think because it's the Big Ten, I mean, it, because it's the Big Ten, it's tough to even, it's tough to win Big Ten games in general. And you guys have won mm-hmm. money. I mean, I mean, all yeah. at home, granted, but you can't take that into consideration. And you guys beat the number three team in the nation. So yeah. I don't, I don't know what the argument is to like for you guys not to be in. And we beat Iowa in their top five. And we beat Ohio State mm-hmm. wasn't top five at the time, but I think they're top five now too. So that's kind of three top five wins. Yeah, Ohio State's good. According mm-hmm. to Hunter's favorite person, the Gophers are projected a nine seed right now. Oh, Joe Lenardi. Yep. <laughs> and then I mean, we play like we play we win we play like like in Zaga and lose by actually fifty. <laughs> give me give me the statistics that Joe Lenardi looks at, and I'll do exactly his job. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, college basketball. Anything else happened? I think there was something else that happened in college basketball, but I can't remember. Did Iowa lose or something? They, they suck. Yeah, frauds. I was frauds. They're frauds. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Uh, Brad Davidson should not start GoFundMe page. <laughs> how much? How much you trying to raise? What's the money going to? It's going to Greg Gard to not start Brad Davidson. Oh, I thought you didn't like dude, Greg. We should we should start a GoFundMe for Greg for Gard buyout. for a salary. A so buyout. so he, yeah, buyout. So then he just isn't coaching anymore. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. And then in comes Bo Ryan. And we'll win the national championship. Oh, no. I'm telling you, you guys are going to get old Patino. And we're going to get Patino. We're going to have Patino guys right next to each other. Old Patino? No way. Old Patino, yeah. You guys are going to old Patino. Could be, we're going to have young Patino. 
He could not coach Wisconsin. Four clubs are going to be rocking. He could not coach Wisconsin. He could not come where he doesn't have like free reign at recruiting. He comes. Everywhere. I don't know. He com- he comes everywhere. That, that is, that's true. That's true. Um, I don't. He does good and he gets I, us. I do. <laughs> I do reside in Madison, but I don't know of too many strip clubs around here, so I don't know how he'd get recruits to come here. They can take a day trip to Minneapolis, Milwaukee. No, don't even got to go there. Just go to the Dells. Yeah. Oh yeah, cruising. Was it cruising? Cruising Chubbies. World renowned. World renowned. Shout out Wisconsin Cruising Dolls. Wisconsin Dolls. And then all all the Bucks have to do is recruit Harden and. The Midwest can be the strip club capital of the world. Hell yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> All right, guys. Focus. We got back to focus. But that's a good that's a good transition to the NBA here. Um any but updates. Okay, Ralph, are you a Timberwolves fan? I don't know if we talked about this in the last time. No. No, no. I'll watch them because they're on, but I I love LeBron James. So whatever. Oh yes, we're, you're a LeBron guy. Okay. Perfect. Oh yeah. Go LeBron James. I'll give you the quick LeBron, LeBron James. Travel. Clippers doing well. Travel. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to the <laughs> travel. travel. We're gonna get to the travel. Hold on. <laughs> Clippers doing well. Kawhi's hurt, so that's good. Uh, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Timberwolves. I'll say Anthony Edwards is showing out for you guys. He might be the future of your team. I just saw an article on Twitter today saying that they're gonna get the ball in his hands more here, starting after the uh, after the what's coming up the All Star All Star break. All-Star break. So, I'm. I'd rather take Lamelo Ball at this point, but so uh, he will he will yeah. average twenty five a game, and then you'll trade him. Right? Yeah, twenty. Right. He'll well twenty five a game. You guys will lose every game. Yep. And then you'll have to. Trade well, we already are doing that. So. You don't know how to lose, though. <laughs> we are. We're learning how to lose. Learn how to He's lose. Gonna fall <laughs> out of love with basketball. Oh wait, that was already a red flag when we drafted him. Yeah, right. he's, he'll... he's he's good. He's actually being good. He said playing the NBA is easy. Don't know if that's a good thing. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Maybe how you can the you can just trade into the Vikings then. <laughs> how yeah. how are the Bucks doing? For, uh, uh, Bucks are on a losing streak here. Um, oh, Drew, Drew Holiday's been out for the last few games, and we cannot win without him apparently. So, are you guys scared? No, no, no. no this is right, right where we want them. I told no, you I at the beginning of the year I didn't want to be the best team in the NBA in the regular season. I want to uh, get a three seed, three seed in the East is what I want, and uh, kind of just coast into the finals and. And I'll see I'll, LeBum. I'll, I'll see LeBum there, game one. I don't think so we can coast I, I, into the finals, Brent, but I, we might be able to coast go, in the playoffs. Under, we gotta lay under the radar. I, I asked this yes, question I that. right after the trade happened, but are you guys scared than that yet or no? In the East. They are the it's dominating in the first round. Okay. Okay. I mean So I mean good, no, but okay. Delusional? My, I don't know. That's a word I would probably throw out, but wow, that's too many. Too many stars. I don't fear anyone. I'm just Hunter. kidding. Going up a series against them would be very tough. Yes, but I mean, yeah, we, we, I we would not beat have, them. I think they we would not beat them in the playoffs. They got a lot to figure out. But you guys, you guys aren't scared are, of the finals or what? I'm more scared. I want to worry about the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Um, we need a trade, or we're not going anywhere. Like, like we it. need, yes. we need like a Bradley Beal. Damian Lillard is probably way out of the question, but like we need, we need more. Harder and Dame. We are Bradley Beal is the truth. It's tough to sell Milwaukee, though. That's the thing. You know, what I mean, like a just lot. Come, like, just come for one year and try to win a championship <laughs> with us, and then you can, and then I will, I will fly you to LA, and you can play with LeBum after we win a ring. <laughs> I think Beal would probably be like the best candidate for that, but he also wants to stay on the Wizards, which makes no sense. No, sense. shout out Rowdy. Yeah, shout out Rowdy. 
wants to talk shit on Twitter but won't come to the pod. All right. Um, Could we start okay. if we if we got Beal? Is Beal, Middleton, and Drew Holiday too many guards? No, because I mean, because Middleton's honest, not good. Middleton's a, yes, Middleton is. is good. Oh. Okay, just so not the, just not just not in the playoffs when it counts. Oh, okay. Like, I, so, remember you, I remember you talking crap about him for like two straight months last year. Weird, yeah, because when he comes to the playoffs, he scores like one point a game. But so he's not good. In, in so that's no. Oh, thank you, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> no, guys, we were too on the radar last year. That's why we all choked. Mm, like, no, nope. last year, two two years ago, we were too on the radar. Last year was pandemic. So, so Brent, fresh uh, year this Brent, year. Brent, to confirm, <laughs> if the Bucks are a one or two seed, you automatically lose, and if you are a three or lower, you're gonna get you're gonna get your ring. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you heard it here first. You heard it here yeah. first. And I want LeBron too. So I want LeBron and the West. on the Bucks. Just like okay. Giannis does not compare, like compete with LeBron at all. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Not anyway, even close. So hold on. There's a, there's been a viral clip that's out, a, Brian. It's yes, a Bobby. Yes. It's a Bobby Portis. Story. I would like to ask. I would like to tell you this, Hunter. I'm going to tell on Nick here. Nick said uh, on Friday that he would rather have Giannis than LeBron in the Bucks. I did not say that. Yes, he did. I never. I never once said that. He was at least thinking about it. He was thinking about it for a long time, and he and he and he couldn't decide. Well, so we kind of faded away from the. I like MVPs too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's so crazy about that. I mean, LeBron hasn't won any, or what? (laughs) Not the most. Not the most recent one. Oh, got you, got you. Um, that MVP is literally trash. The way that they voted on that. You telling me LeBron James wasn't the most valuable player when he just. He wasn't even the most valuable player. That's another topic. That's another topic. Yeah, he wasn't the most valuable player on his team. AD is weak as hell. Not last year. That's just not true. Oh my. Okay. Okay. I mean, mean, wait. Did they? Did they win? Did they win the whole thing? I was gonna say, yeah. Keep Um, the MVP. Anthony Davis did win the Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. So, Brent, Brent, to confirm, you'd rather have Giannis and LeBron on the Bucks right now? Gotta ride with my boys. Okay. Okay. No, he doesn't even mean that. He literally doesn't even mean that. Get it. Can I do trade uh, LeBron for Pat Connaughton? Okay, we're done with this. Um, <laughs> so I would like to see what been... Giannis could do with Anthony Davis. Uh, I could. Okay, I mean, there okay. is a viral clip out of LeBron taking two dribbles on a full court and dunking the wall. Maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. I would show you this is a podcast. There's no visual, all right? Brian, if you do this on our Twitter, uh, we posted, was this a travel or not? I said... It was not. Brian does not seem to understand why. Um, Brian, can you explain what you think happened on that play? I think he took five steps from the logo without dribbling. And let me, explain my, let me explain my, my defense here first. It is my understanding in the NBA that you get two steps plus this mythical thing you call a gather step. And from what I have discovered, a gather step just means as long as someone dunks the ball, you can really take as many steps as okay. you want. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna say this. You're wrong, but the dunk the dunk thing in the NBA kind of isn't wrong. I don't think okay. it was in this situation, but like if if the play is cool enough, a ref might let it go. You know. So it is a fact that from the time that LeBron last dribbled the ball, he took five steps. No, he did from not. The time he let no, he did the not. Line, the time the ball hit the ground, he took five steps. I know okay, there's Brian. this weird gap okay. thing that I don't understand. So yeah, this is the thing. First of all, this just shows that you don't know basketball. This is very clear. Correct. This is this is the proof <laughs> that shows you don't know basketball. So what had happened was after he splits the double, it you gotta push looks out like he picks. 
yeah, it looks like he has the ball, but technically the ball is like in free space. The second he actually grab like two hands, regains control. Ball, it's yes, once he gains control of the ball, and then he takes two steps. Wait, so he took a step. Describe it. He he took the ball while he's taking his gather step, and then two more steps, and then done. So he when, the last time he dribbled was on the logo. He that, didn't actually have that defies it. physics. He didn't have the so ball. He didn't. He didn't <laughs> he's he LeBron didn't, James. He's been doing that for his whole life. Thank yeah. you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> no, he technically didn't have the ball. He's a freak of nature, dude. Look at look at James Harden when he played for the Rockets. He does it a lot where on his like Euro steps, he dribbles the ball, technically doesn't have it, and then grabs it when it's like in here, then doesn't yeah. move. It looks like a okay, travel, so it's not. I have a next question then. If mm-hmm. that happened in college, would that be a travel? But it's not. Well, the, no one can do that. No one in college can do that. Is that is, that's yeah, the actual question. Are we sure that it's possible to travel in the NBA? Like, is that a rule that still exists? I don't think so, Daniel. Thank you. As long okay. as as long as you dunk, it's it's no travel. Well, okay, or hard wait. A, or hard to take a step back. Daniel, what the fuck was that? What do you mean? Is it possible to not travel? In the <laughs> well, NBA? I I have literally never seen it called in the NBA. Uh, I've never. I don't know if Gian, Giannis gets a bunch okay. of travels. Okay, so he's well, pretty. It's, it's he's fun. pretty uncoordinated. So is it but possible Giannis, he... for LeBron oh, to travel? There's no. another question. Yeah, that might not be. That might be true. Right. But it wasn't so y'all, travel. y'all are just fucking up all the credibility of this. <laughs> hey, Daniel, I'm going to send you a tweet, and I will. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah tweet, and I will later tweet it on the podcast. I would like for you to tell me, Hunter, if that was a traveler or not. I just right, sent I'm, you one on Twitter. I'm looking. At I, will, tweet I, I will Brian tweet it. on my Twitter we, live. We will tweet it out with the podcast when we drop it on Wednesday, so everyone will get the visual of it. Oh my God, Brian. Brent and Nick, you guys saw it. So, is that a travel? I would say that one. Oh, I'm 100. That's a carry. He like he yeah, he, he has, like stopped. He established has the ball in his hand. Okay. Awesome. There's a good, there's a good compilation out there this. though of travels, or not non-call travels. People aren't watching yeah. the NBA to have the officials call dumb penalties like that. They want to see the 36 year old washed king jump up to the rafters and then slam the ball down with what was there four seconds left to end the half. Guy doesn't quit. Yeah, that's like my that. MVP. I mean, it wasn't a travel. I'm not. It wasn't a travel. I'm not so. saying that wasn't one of the most athletic things that a human being could do. I'm just saying he didn't dribble since the logo. Which and is we a explained, fact. And we I mean, explained, you, it was a fact, you, but we explained why it wasn't a travel. Exactly. Right? Did. And I don't know where you got five steps. Like, that literally makes no sense. I'll, I'll slow-mo it and I'll, I'll clip it to you. From the last time he dribbled, <laughs> Brian, his feet touched the five times. Brian, I know that that was not travel. Like, I don't I would know like to say that there are, some, there are some blue check marks on Twitter who also agree with me. Who? Name them. Give me a second. Guys will like check marks probably, James, probably like yeah, probably some some refs or some shit or some Joel Nardi or Joel Nardi. Dick Vitel. Yeah, Dick Vitel. <laughs> it's a travel baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's a diaper dandy compared to me. Rob Perez. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Oh nice. You said one. Okay, perfect. <laughs> nice. Wow, Brian, that was some that was some phenomenal evidence of that was a travel <laughs> um anything else for nba i mean that was the travel thing was what was, was most of this <laughs> so bucks bucks just got to stay the path man just got to stay under the yep. radar and keep winning a few games here and there and we'll be all right did you guys see that virginia is losing by 20 at half yeah, yeah i live bet him too that's yeah, a lot that's cool that's cool smart smart okay Moving along the line, we got NHL. Um, the Wild have not been playing due to a little thing we like to call COVID. Uh, fuck COVID. Herd immunity. 
herd immunity. Don't know about that, but all right. Um, what's going What's going on with the Wild? I, I'm a Wild fan. Hey, hey, I'm a Wild fan. Ralph, I don't know if you know. This is a Wild podcast. Wild oh, yeah, we all are. Oh, this is a Wild podcast Brent. for sure. I mean. Brent doesn't even have his headphones on, so he, he literally can't even hear us right now. Um, say, say, something, say something about the Vikings. Brian. No, do not do not say something Kirk. about the Vikings. Uh, no Vikings they're slander. horrible. They're the worst, probably the worst franchise in the league. Oh um, they choke every time. Kirk sucks. They don't have kickers, but the kicker wasn't their fault last year. They just didn't have an True. offense. Kirk isn't clutch. So on. Oh my god. Okay. Perfect. That's all we need. That's just because Brent's not here. That's not toward you, Ralph. That's because Brent's not here. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell us about tell us about what's going on with the wild. You guys said that they might be back tomorrow. We're back. We're back tomorrow. Yeah, that's back. for sure. Who they play? Kings. We go out to LA. Okay. Uh, we got one game against Kings, and I think we play the Ducks on Thursday. Uh, we're back. We have a significant amount of players still out, but we have enough playing. We're going to get some young guys, give them a chance. Ralph will probably talk more about the young guys than I can, but I'm excited to see him play. Well, we also get Matt Zuccarello back. We do. Which would be yep. fantastic. Yep. We haven't seen yet this year uh, who we got last year. And then uh, Dumba, I want to say, is. Yep, he's back. Is yep. back. And, and we got a few young guys. I don't know their names off the top of my head, but they're going to make their NHL debuts and they're supposed to be pretty good. Yep. So it'll be interesting Breaking. to see. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Breaking news. I see on ESPN right here. Jalen Johnson, yep. the Duke, is opting out of the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Wow. Along with Coach K. Yeah, yeah. Coach K. Yeah. He, well, he opted out once they lost to Illinois. Yeah. All right. And Sorry. We kind of get Kevin Fiala back. He hasn't even played the last two games before that, which is going on almost three weeks now. So we get to see him back. As bad as the COVID outbreak, as bad as it, as it was, and we did lose, uh, I think, six games that we'll have to mm-hmm. make up here now uh, for mm-hmm. this foot race to the end of the, mm-hmm. the regular season. And it's going to be, you know, maybe five or six games a week. Uh, we actually probably needed the, the rest to get yeah. Zuccarello back, Dumba back, let Kevin get fully healthy. Uh, Kirill is literally not faced by anything, so he'll be, oh, he'll be ready to roll. He's ready to I go. Want, yeah. He's got the I want, I'm gas ready to go. Yeah, I want a Krill jersey. I, I you, guys, cop. you guys play every day? No, every other, but there are back-to-backs. Um, I have a question. When, How, when, when is this season? Oh. When the playoffs start? Uh, I believe uh, April 8th or something like that, I think, is our last, uh, two months. Our but, last regular season game. Maybe it's May. I think this year they um, factored in a two-week break if they needed to do something, a.k.a. make up games, which we're obviously going to have to do this what year. we're going to have to do, yeah. So many people, yeah. So I would guess playoffs realistically start probably beginning of May. Okay. Right. How, and uh, hopefully we'll have fans in them, too. Hopefully, yeah. How's the – what's the outlook now? I know it's a little early, but, like – if say ended tomorrow or whatever, how would it be looking? Well, it's hard to tell right now because we don't have as many games played as the rest of our division. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I think it really, nothing's really changed so far. I think Vegas and Colorado, Ralph stepping every one year. I think they're going to be, they're locks for probably the one and two in our division. They're Vegas a lot better so than anyone else. Um, and then I think it's going to come down between the wild St. Louis and Arizona for those, for those final two spots, mm-hmm. the California teams, they'll fight, but I don't think they're good enough to consistently to score enough. In order to keep up with those three teams I just named, so I think it's going to be a dogfight between those three teams to get the final two spots. Right, Ralph, do you agree? No, absolutely. And we, I believe that we said this when I was back on, or when I was first on originally. You know, we're, we're going to be fighting for that three, probably the four seed. Mm-hmm. But with the way that we were playing, we got up. We were almost number one there uh, yeah. in our in our division mm-hmm. uh, right before you know everything kind of 
got hairy, but we, yeah. I mean, we are definitely playing a lot better than what people might originally think. We're so young. We have so many brand mm-hmm. new people that just haven't gelled on the lines before that just needed that time to, you know, practice and, you know, just learn about each other basically. Um, and I think we've had that time and I mean, no one Agreed. expects us to win a Stanley cup this year. Uh, it's all about, you know, getting all the guys basically on the same page so that next year we are a yeah. cup contender Agreed. state of hockey ready to roll. I said at the end of the season, our goal should be to make the playoffs. I don't think that's changed. No. Um, I would like to say we have proved, to, kind of, I guess, because Colorado was playing without McKinnon, top three player in the league. But without him, I think we proved that we can at least play with him, which I think Colorado's top three team. So I think we can at least play with the top teams. It's going to come down all together. Like, as you said, if we can, we can gel these young guys together and they can figure out how to play. And if they do, I think we can get dangerous. And Absolutely. The, right now, we're pretty much playing without a power play. Our power play has been historically the worst. It's been the worst power play in the history of NHL. So the hopefully this break worst. got him, got him a chance to put them together. Um, I saw that Dean's putting Jordan Greenway on the power play, which is good. I think he's a top. He's a second leading scorer this year. So that's gonna be good to see. Maybe he can get. Maybe he can get the boys going. Uh, yeah, our power play at one point, fellas. No, like I said, not a big math guy. But when we right before COVID hit us, we, our power play was five percent. Five percent. What is a normal power? Like, what would you say an average power play percentage is? What do you think? It really 30, good is twenty. Re- really, really good is anything above twenty. Um, okay. The high teens is average, but five okay. percent. Yeah, was, no, it's terrible. Yeah, but it comes from. Did you guys Ronic, do better than that? It's the same thing we were talking about yes. earlier. It's just not if, if us. If us six went out there, could we do better than that? Or us five went out there. Yeah, we, we could probably tip okay. one in. Sure. I don't know. Apparently, Kill has. Yeah, I don't know how to skate. I need Hunter on skates first before I make a decision, and I need Brent on skates. I was just saying, I've never seen any guys play hockey. Well, what if what if me and Brent, you guys just shoot the puck, we stand by the goal and just yeah, just park on front and just keep your stick down. Sure, yeah. We're not saying how many goals we give up. Oh yeah, score more than two. Oh no, we're not. No, we're not talking about giving up goals. It'll be like Alabama versus Citadel football score when we're out there. But hey, we might get one. we're we're Alabama, right? Right, 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 <laughs> right. Okay, perfect. No, that's that's that sounds good though. Um, it's fun to be a fan with you guys. You know, a lot of the sports here are not typically on the same side, so it's it's fun to kind of get the inside from a lot of the stuff. I don't know. I mean, I know about none of the names you name there except for the Krill guy. He's the Russian guy. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, learn the name Kevin Fiala too, please. Okay. Um. I would like to make a, I'd like to make a podcast announcement. I would say I'm a leader of the wild of this podcast. I am officially stripping Brent's fandom. He has said on multiple occasions that hockey is not a sport and that is not allowed on TVs in Wisconsin. So he's officially stripped of his wild fandom. I have the receipts. Oh, there's receipts. The receipts. So you have to find a different team. Dude, there has been any we, do, we do not welcome you. <laughs> you guys are getting COVID. Yeah, what do you mean? You don't play. <laughs> I'm just, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just staying at the receipts. And I if Brett tries they, to be a fan when win the cup in two years, he's not allowed. And you can go back to this podcast on. I'm, 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 I'm taking the parade. parade. Cannot Brent. come to the parade. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I think the state of Wisconsin needs to respect hockey. And this isn't even a shot at Brent, but just like we need to respect hockey. I mean, we're what, probably the second coldest state in America. I mean, right. behind Minnesota, if you want to look at it like that, you guys are the hockey state. How are we it not, state of hockey? It how do we not care crazy. about hockey? State of it hockey. It is pretty right. crazy that it just doesn't. I feel like it's. I mean, you know, like where we grew up, there was just never hockey. Where Minnesota, no. it doesn't matter where you go. There's a rink, and 
your parents played it. So then they teach you or your dad played it or whatever it is. And it, it just goes down like that. But in, in Wisconsin, it's basketball and wrestling and that's it. Yep. I remember, uh, cause where we're from, I mean, it wasn't even our, our high school didn't have a team. It was like, no. it was like the regional team. Like you had to combine right. a bunch of schools yeah. to maybe get a team. It's like, right. that's a super weird. And you get, you get those small towns up in Minnesota, probably the similar size where you guys grew up and those guys produce not only good hockey players, guys who were in the NHL. Multiple uh, NHL. Yeah. TJ Oshie. World. He he's, he's from War World. That's a population of like 500. Yep. Hermantown, oh, Minnesota produces an NHL player every other year. That's yeah. a population of like like 3,000. It's just the Quodam is just different here when it comes yeah, to it's hockey. It's Duluth, though. So, but yeah, no. I feel well, like we could have. It's not like Duluth is a huge city. I know. I feel like we could have easily have an NHL team. I will pay attention to the NHL if we have a if, if Wisconsin Dells has a professional hockey team. <laughs> you play in the no, Dome. I, I I feel like where would it be? It would be either Madison or Milwaukee or, or Green Milwaukee. Bay, right? In I mean, Milwaukee. there's no way it's going to go anywhere else. Milwaukee already has like the semi team lacrosse. Would be kind of dope, but uh, would be the Admirals, there. yeah. See, the Admirals I mean, have the Admirals have fans, but I feel like if you had a real NHL team, like you have how many? Like two or three in Florida. Like right. Texas, like obviously those are big markets, but like California, no one plays hockey down there, right? You know, and they have fans. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, and you, you could... look at, well, you guys are kind of in the minority in the Midwest states. You look at Minnesota, obviously. You look at Illinois; they they follow their Blackhawks pretty damn close. And then yeah. you, you go you go over you go across the lake. You look at Michigan; they're probably the, the second leading producer of of, of hockey town in the league, at least well, at least American wise. They, and then the Blues won it a little bit ago. St. Louis. Yeah, and I, I think there's hockey down in St. Louis. So you guys are kind of in the minority here. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, hey, maybe like, if the Bucs. It's a fun game to watch. You can maybe, it. it is. Maybe if the Bucks don't win another ring, we'll have to get a hockey team to. We'll, we'll have to sell the Bucks. And I think Milwaukee can support a hockey team relatively easy. I think so, yeah. too. I, I just don't Giannis, know. If I'd be a, I want Giannis to be, I'd be a fan. <laughs> Good. There would, a goal would never go by, if Giannis was in that. <laughs> Have you um, all been to a professional hockey game? Hunter, you said you have, right? I know Brian has. No. Brian, have you never have? Ever. Nick, have Brian, you? Doesn't, Brian doesn't take me, no. I've right. been Nick, to the next more. time the Wilder are home, I want you up here, and I'm going back <laughs> to this podcast. The next time we're allowed fans, you're, you are at my door. It'll change. Okay. It, it will change your perspective immensely when you get inside you, of the hockey arena and just experience the game, not on your TV where you can have like your phone and you're just like out of it. If you actually go to the game, you actually watch the, ho- the hits, the fights. I mean, every the production, everything. And the XL Energy Center is one of the top places well, in the and, world to watch a hockey game. Mm-hmm. And when you're when, – because on TV, I know it's, it's tough to see the puck. I, the camera guy does a great job. They do not get enough credit because you cannot see what's going on. When you're in the stadium, you kind of see it better. And you can see the whole like game flow. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. What's I would going agree on. that I, there's a there's the biggest difference between watching hockey in person and watching on TV than any other sport. Okay, by a decent I amount. Agree with that. Like you go to a baseball I, uh, game, it's I mean it's obviously better, but I don't think there's much of a much of a difference as it is if you just watch the baseball game on TV. You just get I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain unless you've been to one. I I've uh, been to a pro hockey game and a college hockey game. Um, both very entertaining. The Badgers are pretty good. So mm-hmm. it's well, yeah. I mean, I, we're talking uh, college I, hockey. The Badgers are the best trip this year. I went to a Badger versus Junior USA hockey game. I actually had to work it though. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got to get the full experience as a fan. The fan experience is the best. And anytime there was, we're gonna fix that. At, we're gonna get you in. Like when I was growing up, anytime there was hockey on the TV, my dad would say, "Went Click. to a fight and a hockey game broke out." <laughs> 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 that sounds like uh, that sounds like your pops. Yep. Shout out, pops. Um. Hey, let him know I found my glove. Oh yeah, he started. I, started and I actually the did. Hunter. I actually did find it, which is super weird. Um. Thank you for the hockey talk, guys. Um, Brian, I do think you lead. You are the wild leader on our team. I agree with that. Um, okay. So you have – I'm assuming you put all this stuff on here, Brian, all the MLB stuff? Yeah, just a few things. Nothing yeah. major. Uh, yep. Run us through them. I only know about one of these three. So, so, yep. so, so I, I don't have it up in front of me, but I believe my first part there was that pitchers, pitchers and catchers this week, which yep. – can someone help me on what date they do? I know it's different for every team. I just saw a tweet this morning that they were. I couldn't find the date. I assume it's Friday. Mm. So they so they report this week, which is the real start of it's real start of spring training when pitchers and catchers report. So that's good for everyone. Let's let's get excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, excited for it, me. Daniel. Hit us yeah. with some excitement. Mm-hmm. You got it. Um, Jake Arrieta. The Brewers, oh, sorry, the Brewers no, are Brent, Brent, Wednesday. Wednesday, okay, Wednesday. so I assume the Cubs are on the same. Um, speaking of the Cubs, and I'll throw over to Brent or Nick or Hunter. Um, mm-hmm. Cubs got Jake Arrieta back. Um, I know he's old and he hasn't, yep. Yeah, what happened when he went to the Phillies? I literally have not heard his name since he went no, to the No, he's been Phillies. bad. He's been bad. I mean, he hasn't been horrible. He's had like anywhere between a three, high three and a high four ERA. It really isn't that bad. Um but it's good to have him back. I mean, when he pitched for the Cubs, he was probably the best Cubs pitcher of all time, at least for those season and a half when he, he wasn't hit. Um, it's good to have him back. He's obviously a fan favorite. Um, his ceiling isn't an ace anymore. I think he'll probably be our three guy. Um, it'll be really good for the young guys, too. Um, we got a couple young guys, Edward Elze and Braylon Marquez, um, who are going to come in and going to try to earn a starting spot this year. It'll be good for Jake to be there to kind of mentor him, help him out. Um, but who knows? Um, I'll tell my buddies that my cub buddies, we traded for Arietta in 2014 when he came from Baltimore and he sucked in Baltimore too. And when he came to Chicago, he all of a sudden, he won a Cy Young and he debatably had the best second half of a season a MLB pitcher has ever had in 2015. So, I mean, it's good to see. Um, it's good to have him back. Um, it'll be fun. Our rotation is kind of solidified now. Um, point this question more towards Nick and Brent, if you guys can say a non-biased opinion here. Um, a starting rotation is all righties. Do we think that matters anymore? Do you think it? Do you think it matters? You mix up a lefty because with all, all all these guys now are gonna all these hitters um, now can they they give your righty and lefty matchup anyway? So maybe it depends on the team. The way Craig Council manages that went bother me just because he. I mean, we're yeah. more of a bullpen team. I'm I, not sure if you guys are, but it, it's not. Our bullpen's fine. I I think I think you go out there and get the five best guys you can, which I think we did. Pen, considering our money situation that we had available. So I'm really happy with the move. I love Arietta. He's probably my second favorite Cub probably of all time. Um, so it's good to have him back. Hopefully he can find a way to get a sub for ERA. It's kind of hurting me, though, admitting that he's our number three starter behind Zach Davies. That kind of hurts me a little bit. But, yeah, it's good to have him back. Um, Brandon, I'm excited for us, for you to tell us about how Justin Turner played the Bureaus like a fiddle. Hold who's on, your favorite uh, cub? Before who's, we do that, who's your favorite cub? Chris Bryant. Hold on, before before we do that, Chris Bryant, you said what? Um, 
we have what a we have a we have a guest in here uh, named Small Dick. <laughs> Again, Small Dick. Does Small Dick want to <laughs> say something? Yeah, what's up, guys? <laughs> I've got like I've got like three minutes to talk. How's it? How's it going? Are you crying? I was in class. So I'm in class, and I connect to Zoom. But the thing is, is you can't like mute Zoom all the way with a phone. So like you guys were going off, and here was you guys laughing. Do they? I mean, you did they hear saying you you made your name Small Dick? What are we supposed to do? Right, but or so like I spent about three minutes trying to like mute you guys and figure out how to delete the app. <laughs> like they're like close to the app. <laughs> I just like blacked out for a second. For some background for our listener, uh, we have Rowdy Yates. He gets a lot of shout outs on our pod. Um, he was trying to join begin the pod to say hello and he joined his college class and he joined as his name is Small Dick and he could not mute it. So his whole class heard us calling him Small Dick. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to the pod. Yeah, shout out school. <laughs> yep, shout out school. I'll uh, talk to you guys later. <laughs> See you around. Later. See you. <laughs> Good to have you. All right. Love that. Love that. Um, yeah, clap it up. Clap up. Get some clap up in there. Um, okay. So Brian, you just threw it to Brent for uh, the JT playing us, uh, yep. right? Yep. I'd like to hear how Justin Turner played the Brewers like a fiddle, which isn't even hate. Which isn't even hate on the Brewers. It's just. You did. You did kind of do that. Am I? Am I wrong there? Uh no. Um, I was happy with our GM and our owner, whoever's making that decision on how much money we were going to give him. We uh, actually gave him a better contract than the Dodgers did, but um, he wanted to remain in LA, which is fine. You know, whatever. But, um, I don't know. We got we got, we got some question marks going into the season. We are. Oh, there was a. MLB tweeted out their projected standings, and we were projected to be first, which I'm going to disagree with. Um, I'm not worried about our pitching staff. We just got a lot of questions on the offense, I would say. Um, I do think Craig Council is one of the best managers in baseball. He's the only coach in my life that I have confidence in. So, I don't know. See, like We never go into the season saying, damn, this roster is stacked. So, just have to see. How it plays but, out. Brent, do you agree that he tries to coach too much sometimes? Yeah, he tries to overmanage them. Like, that's just – that's a style, though, you know. I mean, you live – like, the shifts, for example, you live and die by that. The man the man shift – if they ever ban the shift, Craig Council might just retire. <laughs> yeah. Brent, I'd like to correct you. The standings you were talking about was the the statistical ones. I don't know the exact name of it, but yeah. they're normally yeah. – they're generally more right than wrong, I would say. But they did the Sports Illustrator that comes out with their standings every year. And that came out, I think, yesterday. And that had the Cardinals in first with like 90 wins. And it had us and you guys pretty much tied for second around 500. So, but I, I would trust the one you were talking about more than Sports Illustrated. So, yeah, I, I would. I mean, we need a, now that we missed out on Turner, we're going to have to sign like probably, I'm guessing, Jed Jerko. Right. Um, I'm reading an article right now. That says Travis Shaw. Sure, bring him back. Yeah, oh, they're a ding dong, huh? It's a, it says Jerko or Travis Shaw. I feel like once Which, we start calling him Mayor Ding Dong, is when he's like, "Oh, you want me to be bad now? Okay, perfect." Yeah, pretty Brand, much. you'll be happy to know that there's been some Eric Sogard to Cubs traction. Good. 
Is that the is that to do with the glasses? Yeah, yeah. We, we Brian Cage, but he, but he hits the worst, baseball, the worst baseball player in the Major League Baseball history. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't know. It's it's like I don't know what to say about our season because there's going to be so many question marks. You know, yeah. personally, I think it's going to come down to Keston Hira if he can if he can be another big bat in our lineup. Uh, for clarity, Turner did re-sign with the Dodgers, right? Yeah. 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 So like we I say, you know, more, like, actually, it, it's nice to know that our GM like wants to win this year. You know, like he did everything he could. He gave a better contract than the Dodgers offered. So yeah, yeah, but it that tells better, me right? that tells me that if we you know stick around first or second in the Central this year during the trade deadline, he will probably drop something. I hope it he had no re- I mean, he had no reason not to leave LA though. No reason. Oh, yeah. Unless he's going to make like a bunch more money somewhere else, but that wasn't the case. See, like I always figured we weren't going to get him, but I thought the way it would go down is the Dodgers would go up one step higher and then our owner would say, no, we're not doing that. I mean, it's just, we gave it everything we could. We, whatever. So we're going to stick on the Dodgers here. They might have assembled the best baseball team we've seen in a long time. Yeah. They didn't lose anyone on offense. And their pitching, their pitching rotation has five aces. That I, I'm before before the season starts, just based on prior seasons, I think I'm ready to say that they have the best best rotation I've ever seen, at least in my lifetime. I mean, they have five five guys Ast- the Dodgers that could be an ace. That would be the Astros ninety percent of teams. Astros a couple years ago are pretty good too. Yeah, Brent. Um. My main man, Walker Bueller, tweeted out after Justin Turner signed with the Dodgers. He said, he quickly deleted it. He said, and it, there were a lot of grammatical errors because, you know, I, I don't know how intelligent Walker Bueller is. He said, I uh, think we were worried. Ha, 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 the Brewers, question mark. And uh, <laughs> so I, I'm going to make it my priority to make him uh, right now, enemy number one this year. Yep. Let's go. Who are we? Who, who is this? Who are we not uh, Walker with? Bueller. Walker yeah, fuck Bueller. him. We're, we're, yep, we're off him. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yep. Aren't you guys like him? He, I missed that, sorry. I Ryan Blyde. Blyde. He, said, he, he, tweet, thought, he <laughs> said, thought we were worried, the Brewers. Ha, 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 ha. It's kind of funny. He, he ended our life, though, right, <laughs> in game seven. Is that tweet still out there? After Yelich took him yard, and I thought we were going to the World Series. Almost, me too. almost died. I was there. And, well, uh, and my and life ended. Cubs superstar Jeremy Jeffress ended that real quick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he well, was good last year. Are you resigning him? No, no. I don't know. I actually don't know that. I actually don't know that. Well, well, well we probably signed him again for the fourth time. Oh yeah. No, I don't think we have him. I don't think we have him. Um, Bring Jeremy and Travis Shaw back, and Jesus Aguilar. <laughs> Ralph, are you a Twins fan? Maybe we just signed. Uh, who that we just signed today? We signed a right-handed pitcher today. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. What is his He's name? a five guy. Yeah, I saw that too. The Twins are going to be okay, right? Roger they Clemens. Should, the, <laughs> Twins should be the, the Twins should be the favorites in the Central, I think. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's not it's hard. Just, it's just the old playoff situation that we got to get the White Sox, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Twins do have the most unbelievable streak in sports. It's in sports at, history, maybe. It's literally – it is the it, is it the longest in all Power 5 sports? It actually might ever, be the longest. Ever. It's, ever. It's what is disgusting. It? It's, is it 18 in a row? Uh, yeah, and maybe fifteen of them are to the to the Yankees. New York Yankees. Yeah, 
it's pretty incredible because the twins normally aren't that bad. They had that like four or five year stretch where they're pretty bad, but the twins have been pretty consistently good for our lifetimes. But when they get to the playoffs, they they don't. They don't. They, don't, they, don't, they, don't. <laughs> they literally play one game, or and then they're like, "Hey, guess what? See ya." It's like eighteen yeah. straight games they lost, right? Not so oh yeah, we, like games. No games. They haven't won a game since right, like since like two thousand four or something. Right, because we'll get into like a play in. That's game impossible. It doesn't matter. It literally is impossible. It makes no sense. No yep. sense. I'm, dude, how can't you mean? How can't you win one? Yeah, you're you're due for one. Right. It's baseball. Anyone can win. Right. Yeah. But the Twins are are the last couple of years have been so much fun to watch. So mm-hmm. much fun to watch. So that's one thing I'm Gee. excited for to get back to. Uh, you can buy tickets right now for uh, Twins games online, which is pretty sweet. So I, they plan to have fans, and that's one thing I was really bummed out about uh, over the summer was not being able to mm-hmm. go to Twins games. We we gotta go to a Twins game. It is Target fun blast. Target is, Target Field is pretty sick. It yeah, is fun. sweet. It's right in downtown. Like you can walk to a ton of places. It's an yeah. atmosphere. They just put in a uh, up in the three hundred levels. It's like five dollar beers. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's a it's a good time. Well, it's a it sounds it's like a buzzkill this year, Ralph. Though that the closed Cowboy Jacks before the game. That's gonna suck. Hopefully, hopefully someone buys it. Hopefully somebody buys it. Or mm-hmm. are they fully closed? Yeah. Whoa. Sad. Somebody, something will go in there once those once Target Center and Target Field both open up. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's yeah. whatever forty to sixty thousand people that could uh-huh. be down there for a game day. Uh huh. Well, it sounds like uh, there's going to be a lot of baseball. Yeah, what's up, Brent? The last time the Twins won a playoff game was 2004. The number one movie that year was Shrek 2, and the number one <laughs> song was Yeah by Usher. Oh my god, bro! And it's not, and it's not like they don't make the playoffs either. It's, they're in the yeah. playoffs like pretty much every other year. Yeah, that's funny. All right, we're, let's, we'll, we'll move topic, along though. Please. Next time, yeah, sounds please. like it sounds like we have a lot of uh, you know good potential for baseball. Right now, we're all in the same boat. We'll see what happens coming up here. Um, PGA Tour Pebble Beach was this last weekend. Um, so a couple highlights from it. First of all, Spieth played amazing for three days and then wanted to choke on day four. I love that because I uh, may have had a little wager on it. Love that. Yeah, thank you, Nick. That's exactly what Spieth does. Yeah, I didn't have a lot. I did. <laughs> yeah, well, Spieth, to me, Spieth is a fraud. I don't know. He's good for three yeah. days and then he's not good. Now, the joke <laughs> is he's he's going to make money no matter what. It doesn't really matter. Um, but I want to start with what happened to what's-his-name, Nate? What's his last name? Nate Lashley. 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 Uh, four putted. He looked like me on the green. Looked like me on the green. Missing three foot putts. What is that? I just don't think he's been in that situation enough. I mean, the nerves got to him and there's no easy putt in the PGA tour. Um, they put those, they put those cups where you're not going to, you're not going to have many straight putts unless you put the puck, many straight putts, unless you put the ball. I was watching hockey. Sorry. I said, fuck my over just hit. Unless you put the (laughs) ball in the right spot. Um, but yeah, I think the nerves just got to him. It happened to anyone. I mean, look it up. There's guys who have seven putts before. It's kind of it was this, kind of sad to see because those four putts probably cost him a million dollars. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. So will he will yeah. he get fined for breaking the probably the he the probably green will after yes. that? Yeah, he probably doesn't. Care. So how come I I didn't <laughs> see that? I didn't see that in the highlights. I missed it live, but I didn't see it in the highlights. What did he do? Smash his putter into the green? He, he smashed his putter into the green after. Like that. Yeah, yeah. He put a little bit into it. I mean. It, Pebble Beach will be okay. They got they got the best grounds crew in the probably but in the still, world. But but I mean, but you even can't do like yeah. even on like your normal golf course, that you golf on the weekends. Like doing yeah. some shit like that to the green is like pretty yeah. fucked up. You're gone. Yeah, can't say I've never done it before. Um, and I had a lot <laughs> less money on the line than he did, so I can't blame him. And I'm not going to be one of the old golf riders who's like, kick him off the tour. You can't be doing that to the game. 
So he, he, he's human being. He, yeah, he had emotion. He hasn't been in that spot in a long time. He scored again. He hasn't been in that spot in a long time. Um, or so he won like once. So yeah, well, it sucks. Uh, hopefully, he can bounce back. I mean, kind of a learning lesson in itself. So back to speed though. Uh, what what happened with him choking? Just just people playing better. What happened? I, like I mean, I, I watched I, it. I, I would like to. In our we have our little notes we do before this. Um, I put he's he's still back which I agree with, and I will explain why in a second. But I think on Sunday, he hit the ball fine. He really was striking the ball fine. He really – he wouldn't hit many fairways, but Spieth never does. His problem was he couldn't get any putts to drop. And he wasn't even hitting yes. bad putts. He just – he couldn't get it. He couldn't get an edge. He just couldn't get one to fall, and that's going to happen. Um, you put yourself in that situation enough, you're going you're gonna to start finding the winner's circle. So um, I'll make a bold prediction and say that Spieth will win a major this year. Okay. I'm going to say I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I, honestly, I don't I'm gonna back think – Put it in the notes. Put it in the notes. Yeah. I don't think that that's that bold. I mean, well, he, he is playing like insane the last two tournaments. The, Just the last day to, is what's fucked him. And and to defend Spieth here for the last four years, Spieth has been missing cuts. He hasn't been he hasn't been in contention like this for the last four years, which is why yeah. I want to say he's back. Between 2014 and 2017, Spieth had like 11 wins, three majors, and pretty much every week he was at least on the he was on the leaderboard coming into Sunday. He at least had a chance. He he hasn't done that in four years. Yeah, Nick, I agree. Nick's Nick's verbal mean. Nick was pointing at his head. Spieth is kind of a head case, um, but I I think he's going to contend this year, and that's going to be fun. Once we once start to get Tiger healthy, uh, Rory's playing well. DJ's still the best player in the world. Um, it's going to be fun to have Spieth around up there. It's going to be fun. It's yeah. I do like watching golf more when Spieth's good. Watching golf my, is my take surprisingly fun. My take uh, on it me. is uh, I just started getting into golf like when Spieth got good. Like that's when mm-hmm. I started watching, and it's like. Right after that, I was, oh yeah, Spieth and the Master. Sure, I'll I'll bet on him. And then he choked on that one. So now I'm I'm anti Spieth. <laughs> Dude, isn't it crazy how quick that'll happen? I mean, same thing happened with me and Justin Thomas yeah. and the Masters. And I was like, hmm, I don't think I like this guy anymore. What was that, Brent? Twenty fifteen, I think. Uh, it was Somewhere like we, it was with you, and we did the Masters draft, and Spieth was yeah. the first one I picked. And it was almost twenty sixteen. The whole twenty sixteen. Like, yeah. It, it is very relaxing to lay on the couch Sunday afternoon and watch golf. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's the thing. That's the thing. Head 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 pounding, just watching some <laughs> Pebble Beach. Yep. Um, very confident yeah. I would not shoot under a 200 Pebble Beach. Mm-mm. And that 18th, 18th hole, I would definitely hit like 10 feet behind that tree in the middle of fairway. Yeah. Well, on the last hole, Tom Hoagie put it in the tree and he had to reach yeah. it. I don't know if you guys yeah, saw that. Was that. pretty funny. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, we hit it into the tree and it got stuck in the tree. So we had to. So it's one technically playable. So you had to go repeat. Yeah, I can't say that I haven't done that before. Ball stuck <laughs> yeah. in the tree. Definitely have done that. Uh, except There's for what I did was I just threw my club at the ball and it got it down. <laughs> and so that seemed to work. Uh, yeah. My brother, shout out Mike, my first driver ever. He actually got that stuck in a tree. So he has a the driver. Club. He had a club stuck in the tree. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Shout out our friend Noah. Um, a group Virginia. let us through once. And we were teeing off, and the group was behind us. And on his backswing, he let go of the club and it almost hit him in the head, and then it got stuck in the tree. So, shout on out the to backswing on the backswing, and almost oh it almost God. it almost killed some people. And that was the funniest moment on the golf course of my life. So, and Brian, yeah, shout I mean, out you, shout out no. That's funny because you've seen me throw a club across a couple. Of that was also too. really funny. That was also really but funny, but not no, on the backswing. Not yeah. on the backswing. Yeah. <laughs> and the you know Noah I... was swinging for the fences too. You know he was going gone with that ball. Oh yeah. 
the one time I golfed with Noah, he didn't use his driver the whole time because he said he wasn't good with it. So I guess that explains it right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then there's you, Brent, using the driver on every hole. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Par threes, driver. Well, why not, though? I don't see anything wrong with that. It's just wrong with it. Just back up a yeah. little bit. Take a take a hack. Turn way you know, to the left. Aim way Brent, to the play left. your game. Play your game. No, it's just do funny. what you gotta do. Know your yards. Okay. Go. Okay. So, so what? Yeah. What's up next? What's up next? So next up is the Genesis, Genesis Invitational. That's out at Riviera. Out in right. I think it's right downtown LA. Um, yeah, somewhere. It's the Tiger Tournament. He hosts it. Um, the history on that is he got his first win there when he was like seventeen or eighteen. Um, so he all said he's unfortunately not playing this year. He doesn't do very well there anyway, but, um, he's unfortunately not playing this year, but he's still the host. So it'll be good to see Tiger out there with the guys. Um, it's an invitational, so it's not a full hundred and I think it's 160 or 160 guys that normally play. Uh, I think it's only like probably 80 or 90 guys at the top. It's, it's a major field. Um, you're gonna have the top guys in it. Uh, DJ's back, Rory's playing, Rom's playing. It'll be a good tournament, um, for you. Not as big as golf fans. Riviera is more of a tighter course. You really got to be accurate with your driver. If you're not accurate with the driver, you're pretty screwed there, which is why Tiger doesn't do very well there historically. Um, but it's a pretty historical tournament, I would say. Um, it draws in the big crowds and I just kind of covered. So, it'll, yeah, it'll be good. Perfect. It's um, kind of a good out. lead up to the players. Yeah, shout out to that 19-year-old who was just in Pebble Beach, too, who yeah. on day one went 18 of 18 on the greens and just had a crazy day. Dude looked amazing, lefty. Um, hopefully he can follow that up because he may have a fan in me if he can keep uh, showing up. Mm-hmm. And well, shout out um, to that one guy who he didn't make the cut. He played pretty bad, but um, they had a little story on him that I, I, I should have known his name, but he was like yeah. – he said that golf saved his life, and he was like – he was living like poverty. I think he might have been homeless. And someone took his wing and he showed him golf and he came back and I was on a PGA tour. So I don't know his name. Crazy story. I, I should know his name, but yeah. Yeah, I should know the other guy's name too. But we'll be better in the future, guys. Um, mm-hmm. last thing that was uh happened this weekend. Um big fight. I know there's a lot of other fights in the card, but we're gonna talk about the main one, UFC. Um, Usman versus Burns. Now these guys are former teammates, they trained together for years on years. Uh, Usman has been the welterweight champion for a while now. I don't know exactly how many years. I think it's um, over a year Burns, now. Over a year. And Burns, uh, his former teammate, had been dominating his way up into the number one spot. So championship number one was Burns. Um, fight was great. Looks like we lost Brent, huh? See ya. Ah, he'll be back. Um, was going uh, – fight was huge. It was very uh, highly anticipated. Burns really wanted this title shot. Um, he hadn't had a title shot, and I think a, uh, this might have been his first title shot, honestly. It was. It was. Okay. Um, and Burns looked amazing in the first round. Uh, honestly, had Usman wobbling, and this was a time where you didn't see Usman wobbling. Like, he was dominant, beyond dominant. Um, and Usman ended up knocking him out <laughs> in round three. Pretty much all went down in round two. Crazy fight. Um, Brian. Or Nick, did you did Nick did, Nick did you watch the fight at all? I did not watch it. I don't have access to that. Okay. Um Brian. Unfortunately. Um, I had money on Burns too, so I was a little disappointed. Yeah, but I think you already kind of covered Burns looked great in the first round. I was I was watching with Ryan. Shout out Ryan. Me and Ryan both the money on Burns. We were pumping, like, oh, let's go, big first round. 
I mean, Usman took a couple good shots to the chin, and he and just he took even, them. But he was he was wobbling a little bit. And Usman but, even said that after the fight, he's like, yeah. he hit me a couple times where I was like, whoa, what was that? And, and he was wobbling a little bit. And pretty much all fighters come out after they get hit like that. They don't look the same the rest of the fight. Usman took his minute break. He came out in the second round and looked like he just started the fight. I mean, yeah, we were kind of talking. He's literally a human weapon. He is. He is. Just, he is straight muscle. And, man, he's – I will – I make I make these things a lot, but I'm going to say it. I will never bet against Usman again in my life. I don't care who he fights. I, I really don't think you can. I mean, that was – I thought that was a fight for him to lose. Burns – Yeah. If you if you watch Burns fights before that, he is a weapon too. I mean, he'll catch you with one hit and he drops people. It's not like it's like much of a fight usually. But he hit Usman two nice shots and Usman just wobbled and was right back in it. Um, tough. It was tough because Burns, you know, very emotional after the fight, really wanted it. Mm-hmm. But, um, Did he knock like, him like out or said, was it a – Yeah. It was, technically, it was technically a TKO, but – Oh, same thing. Yeah. I mean – I think they – to be he, honest, he, I think they might have called it a little early. But Burns was winning the fight anyway. So I think no, other way, other way. I think Herb wasn't. Oh yeah, who was losing that fight anyway? Shout out Herb Cole. Love that guy as a ref. That's the I think that's the one ref I like. Isn't it Herb Dean? What I say? Herb Cole's Herb Cole. Cole Center. Oh, I meant Herb Dean. Uh, Also (laughs) shout out Herb Cole though because I do fuck with the Cole Center. Um, I I think he might have called it a little early. I was telling my friend I was watching him with maybe a little early, but I don't think it matters. Okay. I think he couldn't have called – this is just my opinion. I don't think he called it early because Burns was wobbling in round two. He got saved by the yeah. bell going into three. Three yeah. started. He got his ass beat. I don't think you can – if you're wobbling a round before, yeah, I think no, you've got to yeah. call it. I think if it was um, someone besides Usman, though, I think I would have said maybe he called it early. But Usman, I mean, he might have saved his life on the fight. Yeah. See, that's, so. that's, I'd say, I think that's probably one of the toughest parts as a ref. It's like, do you mm-hmm. want to let the fight go and maybe let this person die? Or yeah. do you want to yeah. call it? And then, like, half the time everybody's complaining, like, oh, I was still and in it, whatever. The announcers are normally pretty they're pretty keen on that. If they think the ref calls it early, they they don't hold back, and they didn't say anything about that. So no. I think Joe Rogan more is a little more about UFC than I do. So <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it to his discretion. Um, <laughs> true. With Okay. Um. All right, so that's all we had today. Let's go through letdowns and impressions. I don't know if Brent's going to come back in here. We'll see in a second. Um, I'll start this time. My letdown of the last week was the Badgers losing to Michigan. And, you know, this is a game that I don't think we necessarily should have won. Like, I mean, what, three versus 21? Statistically, we're not supposed to win that game. The thing that makes me the most upset about it is that we were winning for 80 to 90% of the game and then lose in the last two minutes. Um, and I'll admit, like, it wasn't – it's not just guard's fault, right? I just – I'm just tired of it. I want to change. Um, but that was a huge letdown. I actually ruined my mood. Um, and then my – I was impressed by Usman. His comeback in that fight was crazy. I really – after one, I thought he was done. I was like, okay, this is going to be it. And then he started catching Burns with shot, shot. Burns started wobbling pretty bad. And I was like, oh, shit, this is just switched up uh, quickly. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to beat him in the welterweight. I feel like it's going to be a situation where he might just go to a different weight class and like relinquish it. I don't think that anybody's going to beat him there. So we'll see what happens. But Usman definitely impressed me this last week. Um, Nick, what let you down? What impressed you? Mm, what impressed me was my high school hockey team making the state tournament for the first time ever. Oh, hell yeah. So you want to shout out what, what high school that was? Lakeland Union High School. 
Let's go. Nick, didn't you say Ryan Stewart's uncle is your coach? Yeah. I don't know if he still is or not. I think it's his cousin, actually. That's the coach right now. Mm, Cool. But, um, that's sick. Yeah. So that was my impressed, my impression thing. And then my letdown was, Gonna have to stick with basketball again. Bucks and Badgers, man. Just Badgers really let me down. Bucks, you know, long season left, but Badgers are not. I don't know. They're going the wrong direction. So I'd like to start picking something else. That's my letdown every week, but that's really all there is right now. So it's it's really it sad that it's been Badgers as much as it is. It's like the last three fucking yeah. weekends. It's been goddamn Badgers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel you there, Nick. Uh, Brian, letdowns, impressions. Well, let me down. Um, I'm not going to say Jordan Spieth as a whole because as I covered before, um, I think he actually hit the ball okay. Well, let me down is Jordan Spieth's putter. Um, I think if he rolls a couple of those in, they left him the edge. He probably has a victory this week, and I'm $400 richer. Um, but he didn't, so they did let me down a lot. Um, and what impressed me is I'm probably going to get some shade for this, but what impressed me, at least I'm not going to say last week, for really the last month, is the Cubs front office. I know we started the offseason trading Darvish, and the rumor around that league was we'd be trading everyone. We're going to be in total rebuild mode, and we're going to win 40 games this year. We've added since then. We haven't traded anyone. We're going in the, we're going in the season with pretty much the same roster besides Darvish, and we added a few guys. Um, so I'm going to give them an impression. Probably with that said, we'll probably trade the whole team tomorrow, probably even before the podcast drops. But <laughs> as of right now, Jed Horst has he's impressed me so far, at least with the money he's, he's had to work with. If if they trade the entire team at any point, bold move. Yeah, you probably move. much pretty much mark it down. You're gonna make up tomorrow to see that Chris Bryant got traded in the match. Now that I said that, but <clears throat> but <laughs> as of right now, in this moment, they've impressed me so far. Besides the Darvish trade, but I think that was told from up top. So so far, uh, Jed Hoyer, uh, tip the cap to you so far. All right. Um. Well, we don't have. Brent here for some letdowns and impressions. Daniel, you have any letdowns and impressions? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really watch any sports this week. so Hey, hey, wasn't good. You didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> uh, can I speak for Brent since he's not here? Sure. What let him down is the Vikings. What didn't let him down is nothing. <laughs> okay. And, nice. I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as truth. I'm going to okay. take that as truth. <laughs> um. Okay, that's all we have for you. And then we'll have uh, weekly locks coming up. And it's time for the weekly locks. Um, recap of last week. Right now, Brian is undefeated at 4-0, taking the top spot. Brent is in second at 3-1. Um, myself, Hunter, and Nick are tied at 2-2. Two and two. And Daniel, similar to his daily picks, is uh, ice cold, 1-3, um, Shy should not be saying that. I apologize right now. I'm in last pick and I'm in last place in the daily picks and I will be forever. Um, so we're just going to go down the line, start with Brian, Brent, um, and we'll just go through the picks. So, Brian, what is your first weekly lock? I am going to go with the same pick I have in our daily picks. I'm going to go Edmonton, Winnipeg under six and a half. And for all you listeners out there, this is my favorite pick in a while. So it's probably going to be 15 to 12. 
but I really like this one. What? What are the teams? Edmonton, <laughs> Edmonton and Winnipeg. I'm pretty sure my phone won't load. Will that be an um, NHL record, Brian? Yes. And that's, under, yeah, it's under six and a half. Under and that's my favorite pick in a long time. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Brent, your first pick. I'm going to take uh, Celtics minus two. Who do they play? The Hawks. Love it. The um, Hawks? Yes, the Hawks. What is it? All right. That's a good pick. It is my pick. I'm going to take uh, Duke Wake Forest under 144 and a half. Um, so fade that under one forty four and a half. Hopefully they can score a little less with Jalen Johnson not being on the team anymore. Um who's next, Nick? First pick. Yeah. Same as one of my daily picks. Because for the second day in a row, I do not like the board at all. Um so I'm gonna take USC minus ten. Okay, perfect. Who they play? Uh, that's a great question. Was it Washington State, I believe? Okay. No, I don't think it was Washington State. Arizona State. Mm. Arizona, Arizona State. Yeah. yeah. Arizona State. Got you, got you. Okay. ASU. Um, yep. Daniel, first pick. Yeah, so first pick, I'm going to take uh, Duke minus six and a half. Uh, it's seven. Minus seven the, tonight. The ESPN app is really good. So. Yeah. <laughs> seven? It's seven, yep. Okay. Oh, odd pick, Daniel. Duke is really good. Um, Brian, last pick. I'm going to go the over in the Canucks-Flames game, and that's tonight. Quick question. It's do, over you, do you pick anything else other than hockey? I don't need no. to. When I'm 11-5, when I'm Mr. Last Place. Uh, over what? What was the number? <laughs> Six. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I absolutely hate this. Um, Brent, second pick. All right, well, I faded Daniel in the daily locks, and I'm going to fade him in his weekly lock as well. I'm going to take Wake Forest plus seven. Smart, probably smart. Perfect, perfect. Um, Yeah, so this is my second pick. Um, This is one I was talking about where it's a dumb pick. Maybe the sharp minds. If something happens here, uh, just know it was my quote-unquote sharp mind, Minnesota, plus six and a half. Really? I don't know if they're going to win this game. I don't think they're going to get killed, though, because I don't believe Indiana is that good. I also bet that. And this could be our first-round matchup in the Big Ten tournament, too, so it's kind of a big game. Oh, really? Okay. Mm, Yeah, if this tournament started right now, we would play them. I think it matches up well, but we'll see. I mean, I literally know nothing about picks at all, so we'll see. <laughs> Nick, Nick, second pick. <laughs> yeah, uh, Drake is going to bounce back tonight, get the dub over Northern Iowa, uh, minus four and a half. Okay, I like that. Um, officially, Pitt just lost. So if you took my daily pick today, uh, fuck me. <laughs> Hunter owes you money. Uh, yeah, well – Sure, I owe you money. I'm never going to pay it, but yeah, I owe you money. Uh, also, <laughs> shout out, Klaus. I said the pick was for you, and it lost. So, there we are. Um, <laughs> Daniel, last pick. I'm going to take VCU minus two. Right? Perfect. Um, 
Okay, that's everybody's picks. As a group right now from this year, so January 4th, this is just for um, weekly locks, not for daily picks, just weekly locks. NCAA or college basketball, we are 17, 16, and 1. Uh, NBA, we are 3 and 4. NFL, well, shit, 9 and 5, but we'll, we'll, we'll end at 9 and 5. Love that. Um, NHL, 1 and 3. So, Brian, can you help us out there? Um, and that's it. We're going to know, whatever. Okay, yeah, we'll see. Boost those stats for us, Brian. We need you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you guys forgot how we're doing it now, we're trying to – picks that we just put out are able to be taken tonight. Um, you are able to actually track these locks rather than us recording them on Monday. Um, so do if you will or, you know, don't mind them. Look at that. Everything comes full circle. All right. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, you know, you, you come here to listen to a group of guys who are clearly uh, not smart about what we're talking about, um, but we're entertaining. And if you don't think we are, just don't mind us. All right. Um, look for Bloody Mary Ralph. Uh, we'll post his uh, where you can find him in the links. Um, and happy Black History Month. Many more days to come. Uh, like, subscribe, rate. Uh, thank you guys. We appreciate you. Um, Daniel, hit the music.